Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. He takes off again. Pitch down and in. Bane throw. There's no chance. Two steals. Santa Cruz had already looked a couple of times at Brian Anderson, knowing that if he got a job, he's going to. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So we want to react to everything that happened over the sports weekend. We want your reactions as well. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Life and feedback after me on Twitter at Neighbors. And today, we're going to recap a few things that happened over the weekend and kind of still going on right now, depending on the sports you're looking at. But we're going to have Andrew Ellis of HawkSports.com joining us in the 2 o'clock hour as Arkansas did have some Razorback baseball prospects that got drafted in the first round, as well as the MLB draft continuing on. How's that going to pan out for some of the players? We'll talk to him about that. Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio will be joining us in the 3 o'clock hour, too. We'll have uh, plenty of discussions on all the sporting events happening right now. We'll have some Wimbledon updates, too, some NBA Summer League for some of the Razorbacks there as well, and getting you uh, ready for next week, which will be, of course, SEC Media Days there in Nashville. But I will say it's good to be back. As uh, I was gone last week on vacation, and now it's uh, back to the grind and getting back to uh, going through the rest of the week, or at least the rest of the year, where football season uh, will be upon us. But uh, I will say it's it's always uh, coming back to reality and coming back to uh, shows and everything, too. It was one of the first times where I actually wasn't ready to come back on a vacation. I know that some people are never ready to come back, but, Joe, yeah, this, this past week was just perfect for the beach and perfect for weather-wise and, and the fun and everything, too. I wish I kind of would have kept it going and kept staying, but... Uh, I was just, again, it's, I'm normally somebody who gets in a routine and doesn't like being gone for too long, but this one was one of the first ones I actually wanted to be gone for just a little bit longer, if I could add. Usually the time still goes by fast, no matter, you know, if you're ready to come back or not ready to come back. So did it go by fast for you or was it nice and steady? I think it was nice and steady. Uh, it, I didn't feel like I you know woke up and it was like, oh man, it's already over. I mean, it, there's always an element to that, but I felt like it, it was nicely done, you know, the, maybe the routine that helped. It's just waking up, go to the beach, uh, get done with the beach, shower up, eat, go home, you know, just the same old thing every single day, and it so was perfect. So you got into that routine. That was the yeah. new normal. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. It's just I got to get, once I settle into the routine, then it makes it seem like it lasts a little bit longer uh, because I know what to expect and know what to know what to deal with. Maybe that was it, but uh, it was great going down there. In fact, uh, so many people were down there in that area, went to the Blue Mountain beach area uh which i think is next to grayton and all those beaches down there in the destin area but still it's really cool because ran into some razorback fans and also some people who listen to our show each and every day which was really nice. cool so uh but uh yeah they they said that they uh they were coming down there before 
their busy time and of course the fourth of july holiday going down there with the family too so uh, it was really cool talking with them and on fans from other sec schools saw some aggie fans and some volunteer fans and all of them are really nice. You know, sometimes it's one of those deals that you you see those fans and everything on social media, you see them in the stands, you're like, oh, man, they're horrible. But then you meet them like, you know what? Actually, they are people just like us. You know, they're, they're normal. They're nice. <laughs> they're they're kind and gentle. So no games are being played at this time. So it makes a difference. Yeah. It's probably just the off season for everybody. Off season for the hatred that you have for each and every person out there, too. So, but it was great, though. It was great. And uh, it's great to be back. And now uh, we get to, uh, to the middle of July part, and again, Media Day is coming up next week. Uh, there's going to be a lot of fun things to discuss, and you know, over the weekend, too, there was quite a few things to, to dive into, but having the MLB draft happening last night was pretty interesting. I wouldn't say there was any major surprises, but it was pretty cool. Anytime you see history, regardless of who is involved or you know if it's a team that you don't like or a team that... Uh, you don't really care for. It's always cool to see some history. And last night with the MLB draft, got to see a little bit of that because not only did you have Paul Skeens get drafted number one overall, which I don't think is surprising anybody, Dylan Cruz was drafted number two overall. And it was the first time ever in MLB history where he had two teammates from the same team be drafted one and two overall. So not only does you get the College World Series title, uh, they get a little bit of a bonus there by also having the two top picks in last night's MLB draft. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times as far as having teammates in the top three, but yeah, one, two, that is pretty amazing and really it is historic. Yeah, I, I think that because of what Skeens was able to do this year and uh, you know all the upside that he has and having a Golden Spikes winner like Dylan Cruz winning it too, it makes the most sense. And it's funny because it goes back to the whole transfers thing. These guys were... Uh, you know, like they had so many great players from LSU that transferred, and Paul Skeens was without a doubt their biggest transfer to come in. But you know, they they uh, they had the success, and they have a lot of uh, upside to them as well. And in fact, uh, it Skeens is the first player. I didn't realize this. He's the first player since 2018 to be the most outstanding player in the Men's College World Series, as well as the number one overall pick. Because the other one was Adley Rutschman, who of course was with Oregon State uh, 2018, as we all know. But uh, that and was a pretty cool derby this year too. Yeah, I, I saw that too, and I started putting all the connections with it, which uh, the MO, uh, the home run derby's tonight. But I, I read his name and I read it here. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I, I forgot that, honestly that he was on that Oregon State team and uh, how great he's been. So yeah, he's it was pretty cool to, to see that uh, part of history too, and how long it took for for that to happen, or how at least not how as often as it happened. But with Dylan Cruz also, uh, to, as far as someone to win a Golden Golden Spikes, a College World Series, and be a top ten pick. Uh, there's only been a few players that have even done that in history. In fact, five of them. And uh, Dylan Cruz was one of them. And the last one, of course, Adley Rutschman was also uh, one of those guys, too. And before that was uh, Mark Casse back in 1995. So really cool historical moments for the Major League Baseball draft last night. And I thought it was uh, interesting to see not only the prospects, but some of the college players, some of the guys that ended up getting drafted there. And uh, Arkansas had a few prospects, one of them being uh, Walker Martin, who was on this show. He got drafted last night. And uh, I know that his slot value is going to be pretty uh, impressive at about uh, $1.5, $1.6 million, somewhere in there. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, cool to see those prospects get drafted. And also Jackson Wiggins, the current Razorback, to get drafted by the Cubs. And I guess we'll find out today if any of these other current players on Arkansas's roster or high school prospects will be drafted into the MOB. Yeah, a lot of big names, a lot of uh, big-time recruiting at Arkansas. And it, it pays off when you see these guys get drafted. Jackson Wiggins is great for him coming back from an injury and still being a high-value draft pick. That's right. Yeah, he was drafted by the Cubs uh, with uh, the pick 68th overall, and it looks like he has a slot pick value for $1.1 million, uh, who didn't even play last year. The other ones of note, or at least the highest pick for Arkansas as far as the uh, signees, was Aiden Miller, who's a third baseman. He got picked at 27th overall. Uh, his slot value for his pick was $2.97 million. Yeah, he's not coming to Arkansas. He is going pro. And you also had the Dodgers select Kendall George, a Razorback signee, who had a prospect or a projected slot value for $2.36 million. That was the 36th overall pick. The Red Sox had Nizan Zanatello, who was an Arkansas signee, in the 50th pick at 1.7. And then at the 52nd pick, the Giants selected Walker Martin. Who's at 1.62? So I just don't think any of those players are coming to Arkansas. I think that it, I mean, I guess crazy things could happen, but I would be hard pressed to think, especially those four signees that are prospects, 
that they wouldn't decide to, hey, I'm taking my talents. I'm, I got drafted. I'm moving on. I'm going to go pro. We'll see. It'll be interesting after this if any more of the commits get drafted and then if they weigh their decision to stick in the MLB or they decide to come to campus at Arkansas. And, of course, with slot value, the value is going down from this point on. And so they'll still have options, and they'll be able to wade through that. Something that was interesting about the draft at the top of the MLB draft is uh, Paul Skeens, of course. He stayed there and celebrated with his family. But there were a few players at the top of the draft that actually didn't go to it. And then you saw later in the draft where some of the players were actually there at the draft. So that was pretty interesting because a lot of times with these sports, you're going to see those players, especially at the top of the draft, they're going to be there. And then with Major League Baseball, they are the only sport of the major ones. Their draft takes place during the season. All other sports, it's after their season. So that's another interesting aspect about it because there's always that debate of when's the right time to do the MLB draft. Well, when when is not the time to do it because it's in season for them. It's after the college season. But it's in season for MLB. Yeah, and I wonder with the with the, as far as the players being there, is it the same setup as far as inviting? Like, is you oh you get invited, you don't get invited to people, and if those that got invited, do they just turn it down for specific reasons? Yeah, like, yeah, they they invite them, and and so yeah, Paul Skeen said that that he just wanted to be there with his family. Yeah, which I mean, again, I, I understand that, and it does make sense, and I don't think anyone should have a problem with that. But uh, also, just uh, real quick, since we're talking about it, we know the MLB draft is is going on right now as we speak, but the Cincinnati Reds, with the 74th pick, have officially drafted left-hand pitcher Hunter Holland, another guy who joined us on our show each and every week during the Razorback baseball season, thanks to McClard's Barbecue, so <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, uh, and Hunter Holland said at the time that he was still weighing his options, so uh-huh. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we will see about his options, because being picked 74th overall is uh, definitely a great, first off, it's awesome for him and him and his family, and who have been uh, so kind and, and you know so supportive of everything that was going on with Arkansas and all that, but uh, the value according to uh, MLB is for that slot is about nine hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, so just right under a million dollars. Yeah, that's uh, enough money to go to Major League Baseball. Yep. yep. Uh, again, I, I would love for him to come back. I don't think he will. And it's it's again, it's awesome that he got drafted uh, that high to uh, to the Cincinnati Reds. So. Uh, but we'll keep you updated on that as the show goes on, as we know with the MLB draft. And uh, there'll be other players that Arkansas either has on their current roster and who are still weighing options and possibly uh, returning. But uh, as far as the two players we had on this show when we were talking about that, I think uh, Hunter Holland and uh, Walker Martin are both going to be moving on. <laughs> I think they're both going to be taking their talents to the pros and can't really blame them at all for that. But, uh, but yeah, we'll keep you updated on that. I know... Uh, there's a lot of other things going on with the Major League Baseball. You got the Home Run Derby happening. Also got the Wimbledon going on right now, which is always uh, really entertaining, even if you're not a tennis fan. But still one of the, the biggest event, if not the biggest event in the world of tennis. So we'll dive into that and give some updates on NBA Summer League, too. So lots of things. Lots of things happening in the sports world, and that's why we do it on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So we want to hear from you folks. What was your biggest reactions to the sports weekend, you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. Take a commercial break and come back with more Out of Bounds. So stay with us. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razorog update during Out of Bounds. True Service has a vacation now and pay later offer and receive up to $3,000 for your next vacation. Sports Center. In the NBA Summer League over the weekend, a pair of pro Razorbacks made their debuts. On Saturday, Anthony Black had 17 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and 3 steals on 7 of 10 from the field in the Magic's 89-78 loss to the Pistons. Jordan Walsh had 18 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 steals on 6 of 11 from the field and 4 of 6 from 3 in the Celtics' 99-88 loss to the Heat. Ricky Council IV made his Las Vegas Summer League debut and had 14 points and 8 rebounds in the 76ers' 110-101 win over the Knicks. Then yesterday, Jordan Walsh and the Celtics' 
played again. He had 12 points on 4 for 14 shooting in the 103-98 loss to the Wizards. And Nick Smith Jr. had 11 points on 3 for 10 shooting in the Hornets 93-75 loss to the Lakers. Today in the Summer League, the 76ers and Ricky Council IV will face the Mavericks at 7 p.m. on ESPNU. And Anthony Black and the Magic will take on the Pacers at 7.30 on NBA TV. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. Shooing seagulls away from our beach snacks is easy, but keeping my frequent heartburn away, that was a full-time job. I had to chew up to 10 antacids a day to manage it. Then I tried Prilosec OTC. Just one pill a day blocks my frequent heartburn for a full 24 hours, giving me one-and-done heartburn relief. Thanks to Prilosec OTC, now my heartburn's on vacation, too. Prilosec OTC, one pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Sounds like it's back to school time. And Staples has great prices on everything you need for school. Save on markers and crayons. Save on notebooks and folders. And right now at Staples, save big on tech. With up to $250 off select computers. Staples, where savings for school are always in session. N729, in-store only. See associate for details. Difficult times challenge our mental and physical health. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Went to the liquor store. I loaded up with alcohol. More specifically, vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. Because I wasn't just going to sit around for a couple of hours in Jonesboro. I was going to drink all night long. On 103.7 The Buzz. Reaction Monday here on Out of Bounds, folks, and we know that tonight you got the T-Mobile Home Run Derby going down. Well, I know a lot of people are going to be watching that, and it's really fun because you never really know what to expect. Some players have better odds than others. Well, if you know that, then head over to Bet Saracen and download the app right now and start making some money because they got some great specials on not only the Home Run Derby, but just the All-Star Game in general. If you think that they're going to be over under 276.5 home runs hit tonight by everybody, you can bet on that. Maybe you can bet on the players that were going to make the final or the player you feel like is going to make the final. You have odds on that. Home Run Derby matchups between particular players. You can do that. How about the League of the Winning Player? American League, National League? You can do that. They got it all. And they also still have their NFL season specials, their college football specials coming up, too, that you can get involved on. So that's what's great about Bet Saracen is not only you can have all these different games and sporting events to bet on, but with their specials, they are always on top of it and providing different parlays for you to make some money. So if you're missing out on it, that's you problem. Fix that right now by going and downloading the Bet Saracen app on your Apple Store or on your Android. You can also visit them online at BetSaracen.com. Get to bet on those things in that way. It doesn't matter. Make some money. Watch these games. Make some money and do it with the best app in the entire state of Arkansas when it comes to sports betting. 
That is the Bet Saracen app. Yeah, I was looking at uh, some of these specials, and not only uh, with the uh, the home run derby tonight, but uh, just uh, I keep forgetting the, the format of it is always uh, pretty fascinating and how it's changed. But um, you know, it used to be pretty direct, and now you go up against this, and then you hit these home runs, and whoever has the most, they advance on. But uh, they've mixed it up a, a little bit over the past few years, and I think that there's uh, some interesting names and some interesting drama that may be surrounding for some of these guys if uh, one of them wins or if one of them loses there could be a first one too and uh, that's what's going to make it so fascinating tonight for this home run derby yeah the seating is always interesting and the the seating the way that they did it was they started from the player that entered that has the most home runs that's the number one seed and they just went down from there so uh, you get some matchups that you probably think that could have been later in the derby and not in the first round but it's based on how many home runs have been hit to this point so far. Yeah, so what you're looking at for the first round, uh, you're going to have uh, Robert Jr. versus Rushman, and then as a one seed versus an eight seed, and then you're going to have Garcia uh, versus Arroz. How do you say that? Is it Arizona? Arizona, I believe. The five Arroz seed. Arena. Arroz Arena, thank you. So you're going to have that, the four and the five. And then in the uh, other side of the bracket, you got Pete Alonso. Going up against Julio Rodriguez in the 2 7 matchup. See, that's the one that everybody was like, well. <laughs> They were in the final against each other last year, so or or you know they, they they had a great showing last year, and you get that matchup in the first round, but it's based on how many home runs have been hit. Yeah, well, I think it's funny too because uh, it was like, oh man, you know, it's like one of those deals where if you have it in, in postseason play, like we always talk about with say the College World Series or in uh, postseason play for baseball, they're like, oh, they want to get the SEC teams to face each other early to get them out of the way. Uh, I know that this has based on something else, but it kind of gives that vibe, too. Where it's like, hey, get the guys that you, know, you may want to see in the finals or could easily make it to the finals, get them out of the way early and open it up for somebody else. Because uh, in the other one, you also have Mookie Betts versus uh, Vladimir Guerrero uh, going up in that one, too. So uh, pretty fascinating. But with Pete Alonzo, he could be the first player and uh, since Ken Griffey Jr. to win the event uh, three times, the home run derby. So could see some history there. Because uh, not many players have been able to take on that. And with uh, Alonzo and what uh, the job he's done, especially this year, too, wouldn't surprise me at all if he ended up getting the, the third victory there in the home run derby. Wouldn't that be a story in Seattle if it had? Yeah, yeah that would be uh, probably the, uh, just another little piece of history and a little cool thing that will get a lot of people paying attention to it as well. Because I didn't realize Prince Fielder won it twice. I, forgot, I thought he only won it once, but he was another guy that won it twice. And uh, Cespedes is another guy that's won it twice. So uh, a few people have done it, but uh, Griffey, as well as Alonzo and Cespedes are both all three guys that won it back-to-back uh, at, at different times. So could have, uh, uh, without a doubt, uh, winning three in a row. Whew, that would be that'd be pretty cool, pretty historic there. So, uh, But, uh, you know, people, and I also saw people talking about Shohei Otani and, uh, you know, when uh, it's it just uh, the amount of home runs he's hit, because that's what's funny is uh, he's got 32. He's the only one uh, that has more home runs hit this year than anybody that's in the home run derby, which is pretty cool, too. Well, he's done it before, so it's not like yeah. he has to be there to do it every year. And Of course, there's the debate going on. He has a blister on his hand. Should he even play in the All-Star game? But he's been playing in games leading up to the All-Star game. So if he goes up for a bat or two, it, it's no harm, no foul there. Now, of course, on the other side, you could say he should rest through the injury, but he's still actively playing in games. He's not going to pitch. He's already said that. But if he goes up as the DH... No harm, no foul on that. Is there a particular performance, though, that when just in home run derby history that you'll always remember? Like, is this like one that stands out whenever you think of the home run derby? Uh, Ken Griffey is one, but Barry Bonds. He, yeah. He's uh, somebody that stands out just because of the amount of home runs that were being hit at the time. Yeah. I think the one that, it's a random one for me, but uh, I guess was it Josh Hamilton that had that one round where he just was cranking them. And I think that was in a different format. So he ended up not winning, even though like, he had that one round where he, I think he hit like 24 home runs or something like that just in a single round and uh, was able to advance. But he, he was just on one during that period of time. And I just remember how crazy it was because you had that feeling that every single time he was swinging, he was just knocking them out. Like, and it, that's crazy. what it is, too. It's not total amount of home runs. It's per round. It goes yeah. per round and it resets. And that is uh, the other debate that people – like to get into where it's like, all right, this person hit a total amount of home runs and pro- and probably wore themselves out in a certain round, 
And then you go to the next round, they end up not advancing or not winning. Yeah. Obviously, I, I like it that way where it's it's almost like a strategy within itself. You know, it's like, hey, hey I, I'm feeling it. I could be cranking them out. But once I get past a certain amount that I know I'm good, or if I pass the other guy and I know I'm good, I'm going to save myself and uh, try to do it the, the next round, too. Because I, I don't have a problem with the way the format is now. I was... Uh, I know that some people have, have debated it, but it feels like everything in baseball especially gets debated about how things are done or not done. But I think the home run derby and the way it's formatted now, it's perfectly fine and finds some excitement and some energy and makes it unique. I like. I don't have any problems with the way it's done. It's great for the All-Star break because it, it gives everybody something to watch. The baseball players are getting a break overall, mm-hmm. but for uh, the ones that aren't participating in the home run derby or participating in the game, but... It gives you something to watch tonight, and then tomorrow, of course, is the All-Star game, and then Wednesday, you don't have any major sports going on, and the ESPYs air on Wednesday. Oh, that's right. That is this week, too. Oh, yeah, it almost seems like dead day, you know, kind of where uh, the, the sports take a take a sabbatical for, for a little bit there on that particular day. But, yeah, it's, it's a nice little uh, way of uh, transitioning into that. In fact, on our text line, uh, from the 501, it says, I was about to say the Josh Hamilton round was ridiculous, and the McGuire year at Fenway was also pretty awesome. See, I, I, I'm sure it was. I'd have to go back and look it up and, and see what exactly happened, but uh, I'm sure that that was also during the time when everyone was just cranking out home runs left and right, too. Uh, also from the text line at the 501, says, I think it is a slap in the face to coaches, fans, and universities for the MLB to draft players that they have invested time in before they get to play college ball. Yeah, yeah, good for the player, but the disrespect is why I don't watch Major League Baseball. Okay, so now think about this. It would put the college game and the college teams in a bigger bind if Major League Baseball waited until after their season and they held a draft then. Now you're talking about players that are really getting ready for the season and taking them away from the team. So uh, it's never... Just a really good time to do the Major League Draft, but the way that they have it lined up with the All-Star break, it's pretty good, and it puts the sport on a big-time platform. Yeah, in fact, if you listen to Dave Van Horn when he met the with the media just a couple weeks ago, he was talking about the, the draft. He wants it to be as early as possible. So that way they, they know exactly what they're going to be looking at when it comes to the players they've signed and, uh, and whether to move on, whether to get more guys and everything. And so they want it earlier, at least Dave Van Horn does, wants it as early as possible, uh, well beforehand, so they can make the moves. Because, yeah, if you had it after the season, that would be a nightmare uh, for, for the, how it's currently set up and, and what would happen there. So, but even having it at this time, it still gives the schools and the baseball rosters plenty of time. They don't play a game until a meaningful game until February. So yeah. they have plenty of time. Yeah. I, they'll, they'll figure it out. I mean, there's there's not really a right way to do it, or at least a perfect way where everyone's happy. But I think Major League Baseball, especially, has done things to try to you know compensate and try to help out when it comes to the college game or high school games and all of that. But at the end of the day, they're also going to look at it and say, hey, we're Major League Baseball, and we're the biggest game in town when it comes to the game of baseball. And we're going to have it that we feel like is best for us. And you're just going to have to get over it pretty much. I, don't, I think it's a little bit more helpful in that, you know, spoken that way. But that's pretty much what it comes down to. And that's the way I would handle it, If any, whether it's NFL, MLB, NBA, whatever. You know, yeah, you can do what you can to help out. But at the same time, at the end of the day, hey, this is this is our stuff. We're, we're <laughs> the league, all right? You, you just find a way to figure it out once we set it. But we're going to do it with what we feel like is best for us going forward. So what would be suggested as as a solution to this person that messages about MLB and the draft and when it's held and players not making it to campus? What's the solution to it? Because uh, I don't have one. <laughs> maybe maybe he does. Maybe other people do. But I don't have one. I don't know what the right answer is. Because, again, it's just one of the things you can't make everybody happy. Like, it's not going to be a perfect system because of the timing, because of where the games and the seasons are at. Uh, it, it's just not going to be that way. But... I like it. I, 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 I'm fine with it. I don't have any issue with it, what it is. And, like, you, you know, you talked about, Joe, just the time that some of these college coaches have. Yeah, I'm sure they would love to have a little bit more of a heads up, but look at what they do in the transfer portal now, too, where they can, hey, if a guy gets, you were counting on this shortstop or this third baseman or whatever to come to Arkansas or whatnot, and now he's not. All right, well, let's look into the portal. Let's see what we got here. Or they probably have already talked to some guys or maybe looked at some guys if there's a possibility that they were going to be taking uh, their talents to the pros 
they 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 have plans in place. They can prepare and they can they can look ahead. And the portal helps them out because those guys are immediately eligible once they transfer. Maybe, maybe he wants a system similar to college basketball where they can't go immediately to major league baseball, but that would create something maybe a bigger problem because if you take away that college players have to stay at least three years once they sign and go to college. Now, if you're talking about the possibility of one and done, that creates a bigger problem. Yeah, yeah. I would, again, I, I, I want as least amount of problems as possible. And trust me, I would love to have it just like everybody else would, I'm sure, who are college baseball fans, to have it where it helps out and benefit them. But, again, it's, it, it's fine the way it is. I think it's okay. I think it'll be all right. I think college baseball will still continue to be college baseball and, and be just fine. But that's the risk that especially guys like Dave Van Horn has been in this game a long time. They, they know what it is. It's like, hey, we're going to go in on these guys hardcore out of high school, but there's a chance that we may not get them, and we got to have a preparation uh, plan, or at least a plan in place for something like that. we got to fix that, or at least we got to make sure we're on top of it if we need to be. Uh, also from the 501, different 501. Oh, it says Casey. Okay, so uh, Casey says, y'all remember the MTV Rock and Jock softball game they used to have after the home run derby? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they still do a celebrity softball game that airs before the – Major League Baseball All-Star Game, and they've actually already played it, but it's going to air uh, either today or tomorrow. Dude, who's in, who is in that? Anybody of note as far as the celebrity softball game? And Because uh, I, I know they, sometimes they'll have some pretty interesting and fun names because it's like, you know, athletes of different sports or actors or, you know, whatever it may be. So they had some uh, NBA players this year that really did well as far as hitting some home runs. Nice. Okay. Have to Mike Cameron, he's a former Mariner. He played in the game because they always have baseball greats that are in it. That makes sense. I mean, it gets, gets a lot more people involved, too. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at a few of the names right now. It looks like Ryan Howard was uh, one of the ones that uh, was there. And uh, two-time Olympic gold medalist Chloe Kim was there. Apparently did really good. Uh, Brett Boone was another one. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a few of them that are out there that... Uh, like some of them, I don't even know who they Jojo are. Jojo Siwa. Yeah, who's who that? <laughs> oh, you don't know who she is. Should I know who she is? <laughs> did she? Did she? Uh, did she do a song? Is she like a music? Or is she? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's an artist. I know a Jojo, but I didn't know that was the last name. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. What's the song that she did? Like, does she have like what's their most popular uh, song? Yeah, she's a YouTuber. She, okay. Yeah, she has a lot of lot hmm. of stuff going. Jojo Siwa. Okay. Uh, yeah. See, because there's like someone. It's a singer, Natty Natasha. No idea who that is. But apparently it has 37 million Instagram followers, and they, they play in the, in, in the softball, celebrity softball game. Jenny Finch, Mike Cameron. Jenny Finch is always one of the uh, team captains, so it's Team Finch. Okay, Team Finch. Yeah, but it was Donovan Mitchell and Zach Levine. They were okay. the two players that were really hitting them out, nice. especially Zach Levine. Nice. See, that's kind of fun, too, to see where, you know, you can – like some athletes, like in basketball, for instance, you may not not saying that oh they could just step right in and play baseball immediately, but it's kind of cool just to see, you know, what their athleticism transcending into a different sport and you know because here's thing softball even if it's slow pitch softball just for fun, I mean it does require some to be good at it. It does require of course athleticism, but also timing and and everything to go with it. So it's kind of cool to see athletes that you just know for one sport and you know that's all they do, that's all they've ever focused on, but then they can step right in and be looking pretty good like something like a simple softball or slow pitch softball there at a celebrity game. Guys Zach like Levine that. also robbed a home run at the wall. He was playing center field and he's six six, so he was able to really get up there and he robbed a home run. Mm, maybe a good way to show out and uh, get a chance in the majors if uh, the M- uh, NBA doesn't work out. Oh, you can tell that the guy had a baseball background though. The way uh-huh. he was just natural with it. Yeah, swinging it that way too. Joel McHale. Okay, he was a he's an actor and also a Seattle native. He was. I guess he was there too. So yeah, just a few of them in the mix, and uh, people that uh, <laughs> people that uh, have have fun with it. Because I, again, I think it's fun. I think it's fun when they do celebrity the uh, NBA in the NBA All Star Game to do the celebrity game. And I guess in football, do they do anything for the All Star Game in NFL for celebrities? Like as far as a flag football game or anything? I know they've no. done stuff with like uh, I don't know if it's the Hall of Famers or, or what, but they do know. have celebrity coaches though. So okay. this past season, it was. Snoop and Pete Davidson. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Pete Davidson. That guy is always everywhere. Uh, let's see. Uh, 501 says, uh, yeah, the softball game already but Zach Levine almost hit one of the stands in the right field. It was an absolute bomb. That's what he said. So, 
Uh, also, Cactus, when we were talking about people having the issues with uh, the draft and how it's set up, uh, Cactus says that his beef with it is the number of scholarships in, in baseball, or at least uh, he talks about the number of scholarships in baseball in general. But yeah, I think that's been a beef and a problem for <laughs> many years for a lot of for a lot of different people too. So I can understand that. I don't know if that's ever going to change though. I, I don't think it's going to. But yeah, it'll be fun tonight. It'll be fun tonight. Hey, speaking of the MLB draft, did you see see Brandon Sprout, who is the player that played at Florida this past year? Last year he got drafted by the Mets. And went back to school. And then this year he got drafted by the Mets again. <laughs> and, and I saw that, and I'm like, listen, I, I don't know, and I don't think he's like, oh, I don't want to go to the Mets. I'm going to come back for another year. I don't think that's the case. But I thought that was uh, pretty funny because they took the Mets took him at the 56th overall pick, or last year they took them at the 90th pick. So I guess the Mets really loved them some Brandon Sproke. Well, guess what? He increased his draft stock, and he's going to get more money by mm-hmm. going back to school. So it worked out for him. Oh, yeah. No, and that's that was the funny thing about it is because of the money and the value is definitely, you know, when you jump up, because I'm doing the math four, in my head, almost 34? 40. Yeah. Yeah, 34 picks roughly. I mean, you made the right decision. Like, that's a lot more money. That's a huge difference. But the fact that it was <laughs> the same team. Uh, that that makes it pretty humorous too. So. Yeah, he he probably didn't have an issue with the Mets drafting him. It was just about the slot value. Yeah, I think it's just more because people like to make jokes about the Mets and say, oh, you know, that's that's why he went back. You know, and they wouldn't say that if it was the Yankees or you know the Red Sox or the Dodgers or anybody. But uh, yeah, the fact that it was the Mets, they wanted to make that joke. But uh, I was like, man, yeah, he, whatever he is, they they really love him at New York for the Mets. That is because they drafted him again. Uh, also from the text line, 501 says, there definitely was a celebrity flag football game during the Super Bowl weekend last year. Now, that may have had something to do with Shaq. Shaq does okay. his own version of uh, Super Bowl weekend, and he has a bunch of parties and things going on, so maybe that was his deal that he had going on. Yeah, because he said the team captains for one team were RG3 and Doug Flutie, and the other team was Tracy McGrady and Michael Irvin. So, hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I, I I remember vaguely something about that because I thought that there was some sort of celebrity flag football game or something like that. I didn't know if it was like a yearly thing or if it was a Super Bowl thing or if it was an All Star Week thing, whatever it was. But there was something to that extent that I remember playing and uh, and people doing because I feel like that would be that'd be pretty fun if you're having celebrity deals and all the other sports. I don't think hockey has anything for celebrities. I don't think it'd be a little bit more difficult to get the. Uh, some celebrities out there. Yeah, get get some ice skates on and play some hockey. Let's You'd be surprised. Stuff. Snoop Dogg is one of those that does play hockey. He can ah, see. I didn't know that. He just, he's one of the most interesting people with just random stuff of like, yeah, yeah, he can play hockey. He's like, I don't know how, I don't know when, but okay, that works, that works. Uh, but yeah, maybe maybe he could do uh, was it broom ball that they would always have at like random ice rinks where you wear, wear regular shoes and you have a broom and a ball in the <laughs> rink. I don't know. Something to like lessen it a little bit for the celebrities to. To be able to play it and still have some fun and still make it somewhat hockey-related, maybe you could do that, but not totally sure. So, uh, but yeah, keep those coming. I'm excited for the uh, for the world for the uh, uh, home run derby tonight because everybody love chicks love the long ball, right? And the long ball is always uh, a lot of fun there too. And you got a lot of players that are going to be in it and uh, trying to trying to win it. Because is there what's the prize in it? Is there like anything of note, it just for the home run derby. Yeah, just for the home run derby itself. Like yeah, what well, ends they up get a trophy. It? They get uh, it's a trophy, a chain, and there's money attached to it. Also, okay. because last year uh, Julio Rodriguez won more during the home run derby than his salary for the season. Now that would be incentive right there. If you had a chance, like you weren't making that much money, but you could go in there and say, "Hey, you win it. You you double your year's salary or whatever it is." That's true incentive right there. That's true incentive. But well, of course, he got a new contract, so that helps. Now, now he's good to go. Yeah, started with the home run derby, then he got that big time contract. But we're going to keep it moving here on Out of Bounds, folks. On a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services, we'll have what's trending in the world of sports next. So stay with us. recently and you have that pain in your back or your shoulder, maybe even in your knee, well, why don't you get rid of it? Take your life back. Go check out my friends over at QC Kinetics today. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. You know, I had a friend call me the other day and he says, you know, I've got some really bad back pain. And he goes, I, I just don't have time to, to be out of work and not be able to do what I do every day. And I told him, I said, you need to call my friends over at QC Kinetics. So he did. He went through the free consultation and the next thing you know, he calls me and says, you know what? My back is feeling 
feeling amazing. If you're that same guy or gal and you've got that nagging pain in your back, your knees, your shoulders, just call QC Kinetics today. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right to where the pain is. The best part, no invasive surgery, no harmful drugs, and no downtime. Give QC Kinetics a call today for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. This is Pat Riley for Wood Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First-timers who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Wood Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valspar medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valspar medallion paint and primer at Wood Davis Lumber Plus. User-friendly. It's a term that's thrown around a lot in today's business and tech climate. Hmm, wonder what a user-not-so-friendly world would be like. Okay, so I just enter her employee ID here and... Ha ha. Wrong button again. You are not smart. At the payroll company, our iSolved platform is the user-friendly tech you need for things like a one-click payroll preview and the ability to review and process payroll from any device. You are being too friendly. Yeah. We know. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Moralton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. Parking and fast. At Expressway Airport Parking, our lot is well-lighted and has 24-hour security. Only customers and employees can enter the gate. Your car and you are safe from thieves. And if you return to a dead battery or a flat tire, we're there to get you back on the road. Pay less than municipal airport parking at Expressway Airport Parking. Left of the airport entrance next to the Comfort Inn. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience. Founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll? Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. You're gonna love our made-from-scratch hibachi menu. Chicken, shrimp, filet, or lobster with grilled vegetables and fried rice. Grilled to order VIP style. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Point of parliamentary procedure. Don't screw around. They're serious this time. Take it easy. I'm in pre-law, man. Thought you pre-med. What's the difference? On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Make a trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guatneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value. Whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you'll get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. Get a deal started on GuatneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon in case you can't make it throughout the week. And uh, make sure you you talk to their award-winning sales and service staff at Guatney Chevrolet. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. 
Going to get to what's training the world of sports, presented by West Rock Coffee in a second. But as uh, we continue to give updates on the Major League Baseball draft happening right now, another Razorback taken off the board. This time one that was on the roster this past season. Tavion Josenberger drafted number 100 overall in the third round to the Baltimore Orioles. And his value for that pick is $671.8,000. So uh, I, I know that was one that was not coming back no matter what uh, for Josenberger, but still just cool to see him get drafted and to be a top 100 pick and him going to the Baltimore Orioles, where, of course, we know Heston Kirstad, another former Razorback, is uh, kind of trying to keep it going for him and trying to keep his career uh, to ever improving after his injury. But uh, good for him so, so far today. I've had uh, two Razorbacks, Hunter Holland first off, uh, by the Cincinnati Reds and pick 74 now, Josenberger with pick 100, which is a great segue and transition because we got to get to what's trending in the world of sports, so let's do it. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? We'll have some, uh, some national things to get to, but first also some Razorback football news because with SEC Media Days starting up next week, it's uh, going to be exciting to see that kind of the pre-pre-pre-football uh, season, if you want to call it, talking season, as Steve Spurrier uh, mentioned it. But Arkansas did announce the three players that they will be bringing to SEC Media Days. Quarterback K.J. Jefferson, running back Rocket Sanders, and junior defensive end Landon Jackson. Thought that was an interesting pick. I think KJ and Rocket was obvious. And you know that usually they bring somebody from the defensive side of the ball. Well, but Landon Jackson, I know the transition that he's made as a transfer from LSU and uh, the big spring that he's had and a guy that's really developed. Uh, I guess they're really feeling good about him and his ability to represent the University of Arkansas football team next week at SEC Media Day. So good for him. But we'll have all the coverage starting up next week on that. But in some other news, too, uh, this is something we'll talk about with Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio in the third hour of the show. But just to, this Bob Huggins thing, where he was, of course, we know, arrested for a DUI and then sent in this, this letter about his resignation and thought it was all over with and moving on. Well, apparently not, because an attorney for uh, West Virginia men's basketball coach Bob Huggins claims that he never resigned, actually, from his post from the program and intends to sue the university if he's not reinstated immediately. So apparently, according to his attorney, that Huggins is simply looking for the correction of a clear breach of his employment agreement with West Virginia. And also, they threatened legal action by saying, quote, based on the press statements, it appears that West Virginia has taken the position that Coach Huggins voluntarily resigned and terminated the employment agreement in advance of April 30th, 2024. But, however, uh, although the press statements purport to have his resignation communications directly from Coach Huggins to you and or the athletic director, Coach Huggins never communicated his resignation to you, the AD, or anyone at West Virginia. To the contrary, we understand that the purported resignation is incredibly based on a text message from Coach Huggins' wife. So, getting well, kind of nasty there. Get ready for that lawsuit then, because mm-hmm. they're not going to reinstate him immediately. No. And, I mean, I get that. It's, I would assume it's probably about money and probably about getting getting the most out of it. But, yeah, it's that would be a most uncomfortable reinstatement ever. <laughs> it's like, it resigned. Actually, I didn't resign. Uh, okay, well, yeah, in that case, Coach, yeah, we're sorry. Come on back. Be the coach. Like, that's not going to happen, and nor should it happen. But it's just crazy to me that that story, I thought it was dead in the water. All right, moving on. Nope, nope, nope. Got to have a lawsuit get threatened because he wants to be reinstated there, too. Uh, let's see. Also, you have some NBA news. We know summer league going on, and uh, a lot of the Arkansas players that uh, have been showing out. But also, uh, Victor Wembanyama scored 27 points in his second summer league game, which was a lot better than his first game. He had 27 points, 12 rebounds, three blocks, nine of 14 shooting. Uh, obviously, the Spurs didn't uh, had a chance there. Did not beat the Portland Trailblazers. But Wimbenyama even said that he wished that he won the game. But still, it's like when people saw his first game where he went 2 of 13 and he bounces back with this game, 
Like, man, you can't take ever one game or two games or really multiple games in order to say, oh, well, this is how this player is going to end up being. It's like you see the flashes of where his greatness comes from and why he was the number one overall pick, too. It's a yo-yo effect, up and down, and everybody wants to be up and down with it, and uh, it's definitely an overreaction. Yeah. It was like with uh, Arkansas players. Like, Jordan Walsh had an incredible game for the Celtics. Uh, just a hot shooting, hit all of his threes, just looked incredible. Or four, six from three, I believe. And then the next game, he struggles a little bit. Like, it's just going to happen. you got guys still filling it out, still trying to figure it out. But that's why they have these summer league games, and that's why they play them to see what they're going to work on and try to get adjusted to the system there as well. Uh, also, we talked about Major League Baseball. I always find it pretty cool and pretty interesting when it comes to merchandise and sales and all that. Well, Ronald Acuna and Shohei Otani have MLB's best-selling jerseys this year. As, uh, of course, we know that uh, Shohei Otani is not necessarily surprised, but uh, to have both of them right there into the mix, uh, I was surprised to see Acuna just beat Otani out by a slim margin. I figured Otani would have the most, but decided to go with uh, with Acuna having the most there too. So kind of shows you where uh, everybody's money's going and who they root for and who they want to have the jerseys up to. And then in some other news, this is technically sports-related. I know the guys on The Zone were talking about it, but Larry Nasser, the, of course, the doctor that was convicted of sexually abusing female gymnasts and, and just a horrible, horrible story. Should have been put under the jail cell. Uh, but according to reports, he was apparently stabbed during an altercation with another incarcerated person at the United States Penitentiary, Coleman, down there in Florida. Source first learned the attack on Sunday evening, confirmed that it was Nasser, and he's been taken to the hospital after suffering multiple stab wounds. So, uh, yeah, we all know the story with him, and I honestly... Hey, I never wish violence. Never want that to happen. But man, it's uh, it's one of those deals where uh, I don't really care about the altercation. Don't really care what happened. But you know, maybe some of this stuff is karma coming back around for some of the horrible things that he he committed and some of the horrible acts he committed for so many years. So. People that commit crimes of that nature are usually targeted in prison. So that's why it comes as no surprise. Yeah, how long has he been there though? It's been years, right? That he's been in that prison. At least a couple. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it's all about timing and all about you know finding the right opportunity. But still, uh, don't know the significance or the situation as far as how serious it is. But it did happen, and it doesn't seem like anybody's going to be crying too much for him as he's uh, going through his recovery. But still, we got to have other headlines we'll get into as the show goes on. But we're going to take a top of the hour update when we come back. Going to have Andrew Ellis of HawkSports.com. He'll join us to talk about the prospects that Arkansas has had drafted, the players that they have drafted, and also the decisions that they'll be making when it comes to coming back or moving on. We'll get to that and a lot more on the other side of the break in the second hour of Out of Bounds on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So stay with us. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. At Jones & Son, when you shop for an engaged ring, you get the benefit of shopping with the largest selection of rings in Central Arkansas. We also carry the biggest brands in the business and now offer our new Jones & Son collection of branded engagement rings. Our Jones & Son rings